Playing by the uncertainties of our modern world, life can seem awfully bleak at times. In our search for purpose, meaning, and certainty, most of us would love to have an inkling of what lies ahead, to have even a glimpse of tomorrow today. In our podcast, Knowing Tomorrow Today, we share from the Bible a wonderful blueprint of hope, which reveals that God wants us to live an abundant life and that he has an amazing future planned for us. All right. Uh, welcome to our podcast, Knowing Tomorrow Today. I'm your host, Merrick Brown. Thank you always for joining me on this journey of hope. I always want to encourage you to like, subscribe, and to share these messages of hope wherever you listen, uh, with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, and everyone who you meet each and every day. So I think you would agree with me that there is something that is fundamentally wrong with our world as we look around us. I mean, we're often greeted every day with news of horrific crimes, of civil unrest, of public mass shootings in schools in in malls in stores and even in churches and all this is is leading many people to wonder if our civilization is fast approaching a, a tipping point uh so we know that climate change for example is a reality yes folks climate change is a reality the fact is our planet is slowly heating up and and rising global temperatures are resulting in more intense hurricanes typhoons cyclones droughts we are seeing floods and heat waves and, and wildfires and all these events are causing significant damage to infrastructure agriculture and communities i mean people's lives are being upended and, and disrupted because of these changes in our planet's climate uh the, the wars of the last century stand out very much for their uh mass devastation and, and for their demonstration of man's inhumanity to man i mean millions were mercilessly exterminated on exterminated on the fields of battle and in gas chambers and in crematoriums uh, uh, the images of graves littered with thousands of naked skeletal human forms. These images are forever seared in our collective human consciousness. And so the question I want to ask today is this. If God is good, if God is love, if God is all powerful, if God is all knowing, then why does he allow such terrible atrocities to happen in our world? I mean, if God is just, if God is fear, if God is gracious, why does he allow the evil, for example, of racial discrimination to continue? Why? If everything God made in our universe was, uh, I mean, if it's perfect and good, then where did evil come from? Why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? Why does God allow the poor and the less fortunate to suffer? You know, uh, Lee Strobel, uh, the author of the best-selling book, The Case for Christ, he writes that on a trip to Bombay, India, he came face to face with a scrawny, malnourished Indian child, the sight of whom stopped him in his tracks. Because one of the boy's eyes was diseased and half closed. His, his hair was matted with dirt. He had blood oozing from the scabs on his face. And as the boy extended his hands to make coins, Strobel wondered if God had the power, why did it why didn't he show up in that festering Indian hellhole, that slum, in order to heal and rescue that child? Why not? So I suspect that uh these are, are deep questions. These are similar I mean you may have had very similar questions uh and these questions you may have wrestled with at some point in your life. Uh, I know I have I've wrestled and stewed over these questions several times. So what I've found is that the Bible does, in fact, pull back uh, a sort of cosmic curtain in order to provide us with some answers to these questions. And what the Bible reveals is that our planet is, is currently embroiled 
in an ongoing cosmic conflict between the forces of good and evil. Now, we see this cosmic conflict being played out daily among, among nations in their ever-ending quest for supremacy and world domination. We, we see the conflict raging daily in our cities, in our neighborhoods, in our homes, and, and in our very own lives. And so the good news is that is that scripture does reveal that in the end, good does triumph over evil. You know, I found that God is not at all responsible for the pain and suffering and death that is so endemic to our world. There is something else at play here. And in this episode and in the next episode, we will come to discover that the, the devil is literally in the details of this cosmic war between the forces of good and evil. Now, now, when we think of heaven, right, we think of a place in the universe where the creator has made his dwelling place among his creatures. We think of a place where love and joy and peace and, and happiness reign supreme. Uh, we think of an everlasting blissful existence, right, when we think of heaven. Yet the Bible discloses that there was a time when war actually broke out in heaven. In fact, the Apostle John writes in the book of Revelation, which is the last book of the Bible, of course, in Revelation chapter 12, verse 7 to 9, this is what John says. He says, there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels, and the dragon lost the battle. And he and his angels were forced out of heaven right this great dragon the ancient serpent called the devil or satan the one deceiving the whole world was thrown down to the earth with all his angels so we are plainly told here that the dragon is the is the ancient serpent called the devil or satan you find that in revelation chapter 12 verse 9 so you may be saying right now hold on here merrick uh what do you mean the devil now i know that many people today and and even some christians do not believe that there is a devil uh, i mean come on some folks may even be saying right now the devil is a mythical being right uh that kind of thing is only in cartoons or comics or dark fantasy books uh it's true that popular culture does tell us that the the devil is a mythical red-skinned monster with goat's horns and hoofed feet uh who wields a, an iron pitchfork and, and and lives in an inferno of hell that's that's what we have been taught in in popular culture yet the bible reveals that the devil is a real being who plays a prominent role in the cosmic conflict the cosmic drama that is presently engulfed in our world scripture it does reveal that the devil is a master deceiver and that perhaps perhaps his greatest deception is that he has managed to convince much of the world that he does not exist right uh still the obvious questions remain now how did the devil get into god's perfect paradise into god's perfect universe and why did a loving god the creator of all things visible and invisible create a devil the bible is create is, is i mean the bible is clear that everything that god created was perfect and good right uh we are told that there is no trace of evil in the creator scripture does reveal that at some point however god created a perfect angelic creature called lucifer who eventually chose to rebel against god rebel against his creator and became the devil or satan so uh writing about lucifer's eventual downfall we find this in in the book of isaiah isaiah chapter 14 uh verse 12 to 14 and it, it gives us some insight of what happened to lucifer here and it says 
And this is Isaiah writing about Lucifer. How are you fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How are you cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations? For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mount of the congregation of the, of, of the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will be like the most Hi, this is what Lucifer was saying. He wanted to be like God. Uh, in the book of Ezekiel, we, we actually gain some more insight on, on Lucifer's biography and what exactly happened to him. You, you find this in Ezekiel chapter 29, uh, verse 12 to verse 14 in the Bible. And this is what Ezekiel says about Lucifer. You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The sardis, the, the, the topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the, the turquoise, the emerald with gold. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes were prepared for you on the day you were created. You were the anointed cherub who covers. I establish you, God says. Uh, right? You were on the holy mountain of God. You walk back on back and forth in the midst of the fiery stones you were perfect in in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you all right so from this from these insights we know that before he became satan before he became the devil uh before he became the adversary and the cute the accuser of the brethren as the bible calls him the devil was a beautiful and powerful angel in heaven named lucifer in fact the name lucifer literally means light bearing and probably meant that lucifer was one of god's prime age angelic messengers in the universe uh he's described as being the anointed cherub who covers or the anointed cherub with overshadowing wings right who was stationed on the holy mountain of god or the utmost high utmost heights of heaven that is right so this probably meant that lucifer was one of the most exalted and most powerful of god's creatures uh, as his position in heaven literally placed him next to the throne of God, right? So when he came from the Creator's hand, Lucifer's character was unble unblemished, right? There is, in other words, there is no trace of evil in this perfect angelic creature. Uh, Ezekiel writes in Ezekiel chapter 28, uh, 12 to 14, and again, he's talking about Lucifer. You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect beauty. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found. So, so over time, Lucifer's thoughts became self-centered. Uh, gradually something strange and mysterious began to take shape in his heart, uh, which turned him into the devil, right? The prophets write, uh, this is Ezekiel uh, 28 verse 17. You find this, of course, in the Bible. Uh, your heart, that is Lucifer's heart, was lifted up because of his beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. Uh, Isaiah chapter 14 verse 13 to 14 says this about him. Uh, you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven i will exalt my throne above the stars of god i will ascend above the heights of the clouds i will be like the most high so 
somehow uh perhaps because of his beauty uh his power his uh his exalted uh position in heaven lucifer corrupted his wisdom by cherishing the fooling foolish thought that perhaps he could be like god right and that was the the, the source of his downfall perhaps he reasoned that if he could uh, attain a higher position in heaven he would then receive the, the homage and the worship of angels and thereby become equal with the most high god all right so at some point his heart was filled with malice envy covetousness uh lucifer eventually became a slander an accuser of the most high and thus he became satan or the devil so like a crafty yet foolish politician he may have reasoned that if he could rally all the angels in heaven to his side uh, he could then uh, demand that god would make certain changes to his government all right over time he must have uh projected a vision of his own selfish ambition in 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 the hearts and the minds of many of the angels who uh, uh he i mean he had tremendous influence over the angels right and 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 he deceived them into believing that god was somehow restricting the advancement to a higher plane of existence right so so, so it appears that lucifer had tremendous influence right i mean he had tremendous influence over the angelic um the heavenly host because he was able to convince like one third and and we know from scripture there are possibly billions of angels and he was able to convince one third of them to join him in his rebellion against god right john uh, in the book of revelation writes in revelation chapter 12 verse 7 war right because of uh lucifer's heart and because he wanted to be like the most high war broke out in heaven all right and so lucifer's war of ideas eventually manifested itself into active revolt right and then it was determined in heaven that he and his fellow rebels could no longer stay there right we find this um in in revelation chapter 12 verse 9 we read there it says the great dragon right was cast out that old serpent called the devil or satan and satan who deceives the whole world he was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him all right so what does all this have to do with us today right uh with my life with your life uh, i mean it's everything right it, it uh this informs us that there's a war that is going on that there is a re i mean the rebellion started in heaven uh, as as i shared with you uh, from scripture today all right and so all the evil all the you know all this craziness that we see going on in the world uh there there are influences there's there's um demonic influences and and you know lucifer and his angels are influencing all these things because lucifer has uh and he's engaged in a war against his creator right and and that is what is involved in this great cosmic conflict right so so i mean how did humans become caught up in all of this right and and that is what we want to dive into into our next episode uh so i hope that you plan to join us then and so my friends it, it, it all comes back to god's love god loves us right he loves us and he wants for you and i uh to to straighten and to deepen our relationship with him always uh in fact he tells us in jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 to 14 he says i know what i've planned for you 
right? I have plans to prosper you and not to harm you. I have plans to give you a future filled with hope. When you call out to me and come to me in prayer, I will hear your prayers, God says. If you seek me with all of your heart and soul, I will make myself available to you. My friends, God, this God of love has planned an amazing future for us. In the end, my brothers and sisters, good will triumph over evil, as you'll discover in the coming episodes. My hope is that you will continue to trust God, right? More and more in a life of faith. I promise you, right? If you do this, as we do this, our lives will never be the same. So I always want to encourage you to to like, to subscribe, and to share this podcast from wherever you listen. Uh, you can even email me. I have an email address. My email address is knowingtomorrowtoday at gmail.com. That's knowingtomorrowtoday at gmail.com. Uh, if you have additional questions, uh, if you want me to pray for you, uh, just reach out, right? And I'll do my very best to respond to you as soon as possible. May God continue to bless Bless you. I'm, I'm Eric Brown. Until next time, stay blessed and stay well. Never stay the same. It's gonna get better.